Hi, this is Louis Vega from Masters at Work, New Eureka Soul Elements of Life, representing Vega Records. You're listening to my man, Mr. Manny Cuevas, Florida's original house and techno DJ. Check him out.
what's going on, people? This is Manny Cuevas, also known as DJ M-Tracks. And this is the Silent Sound System Podcast 135. I think it's 135. <laughs> it's been so long since I did this podcast. I do so many different podcasts that I lose track. But I believe this is Podcast 135. It is June 12th, uh, 2021. It is, what time is it, man? 11.45 p.m. on a Saturday night. You know, I just realized a little bit ago, um, about an hour ago, um, I knew there was something special about this day. You know, it's just through the spirit you feel certain things. And um, I realized my mom uh, passed away in 2005 on this very day. And I was just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's still it's still hard. I ain't gonna lie. Because I was very close to my mother. And um, on the 15th is her birthday. You know what I mean? So I remember when we, you know, on her um, morning, you know, it was on her birthday. And that was pretty tough. Um, on, a, on, on, a, on a weird thing uh, about the whole thing was that where she was, um, where we had her, you know, her, her morning um the funeral home was next to a, a train, you know, train tracks. And you know me, you know, I, I'm always playing trains, train sounds over my mixes and stuff. I've been doing that since, basically since I started, you know, different sound effects. But I've always had a big thing for trains since I was a little kid. I had a little train set and whatever. And I grew up in South Lorain, Ohio, which is a steel city, uh, a suburb of Cleveland, which I slept to trains, freight trains going by. You know, just two blocks away, every night the freight train go by and whatnot. And I hear the clanging of the steel. And I believe that all that, uh, somehow, some way, when I create music, is part of, is part of, you know, what I do. I mean, without thinking about it. I love industrial music. I loved industrial music before I even liked house music. And, you know, like groups like Ministry especially. And, and, and <laughs> I believe that those sounds, industrial sounds, were you know, influenced by the clanging and the, you know, the banging of the drums, at, not the drums, but the steel at night, you know, uh, from the from the steel mill. I mean, you could hear it, clang, 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 bah, bah. And, you know, and then you would, he then you would look out, I'll look out the window and I'll see like these big, you know, these big uh, pipes and fire just go, just fly out. You know what I mean? So I slept to that every day. And then in the morning when I woke up, I lived across the street from a park and every day around, I don't know what time it was, early, a group of guys would be out there playing, you know, with the congas, you know, the maracas, you know, the, the bongos, a bunch of Puerto Ricans, of course, you know what I mean? And, you know, I would wake up to that. So that also influenced me a lot, too, in what I do musically. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, it was, where I grew up was, was a, 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 a soundscape. It, it was a, like a soundtrack, you know, just where I live, just walking and just, you know, you could hear different sounds coming from the steel mill, from the park or, from, or whatever, you know what I mean? So I know I'm rambling, <laughs> but um, I just, I don't know why, I just right now I just started, I just thought about this right now and it's just like, wow. But um, in any case, uh, I wanted to get this mix to my mother, of course, and my dad. You know, I know they're in a better place and I know I'll see them again. You know, so let me just start it like this, okay? 
So this, once again, this is Manny Cuevas, a.k.a. DJ Tracks, a.k.a. The Professor <laughs> of House and Techno Music and everything else in between because I grew up through all that stuff, through the Motown, through the disco, through the punk, through the new wave, through the electro, through the house. You know, I lived it all. You know, to, to read about it and to live it, it's a totally different thing, man. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's another story. All right. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to start like this. You, you know it's live when, when you hit the button and the volume's down. Let's try it again. Okay. Here we go. This is to you, mother. I love you so much and I miss you so much. And to all the mothers around the world and to those that lost their mother, just know she's in a better place and you'll see her again. Okay, here we go.
Farley Jack Master Funk from Chicago, the king of house music. You're in the mix with DJ M Tracks, aka Manny Corpus of KCP Tracks, and he's about to bang the bass. 
So stand in front of those speakers if you dare. Can anyone hear me trying to 
This is Josh Cafe, and you're on the mix with Manny Crevice, aka DJ M Tracks, Florida's original house and techno DJ. Now work me, goddammit.
Wow. Talk about emotions flowing everywhere, man. I mean, these songs right here I grew up with. I mean, these songs are songs that I heard on the radio when they were like, you know, just being, uh, you know, uh, in introduced to us, you know. And in Cleveland, we had a radio show called The Club Style Show. And it was hosted by Dean Rufus. And he would have, um, you know, various DJs from around Cleveland from the hottest clubs and do a guest spot in his show. And um, even artists like, you know, that are from Ohio. Cause, because we all know that Cleveland's a funk capital and the rock capital of the world. So people like Roger Troutman and Zap would just come in the studio and just, uh, you know, give them like a demo of like, you know, more bounce to the ounce or dance floor or whatever track. And we would hear it first, you know, I'm, I mean like months before it would be released worldwide or whatever, you know what I mean? And, um, much, much respect to Dean Rufus. Uh, man, I love you so much, brother. I mean, you inspired me so much. And, um, I got to redo my, my bio, you know I mean? Cause I, when I did my bio, I kind of like was kind of more focused on the electronic scene, but Dean Rufus is humongous. I mean, probably the inspiration for all of us who grew up in Cleveland and his uh, club style radio show. I mean, because we would wait, especially when certain DJs like Coach Cheese was on from Kent State University. Um, we would be like, we ain't going out tonight. <laughs> We're staying home to record. You know what I mean? And then there's a couple of DJs that I liked, um, like Eddie Benson from Trax Disco, um, who was a, a Trax Disco was a gay disco that played a lot of high energy music. And a bunch of my boys, I ain't gonna lie, they weren't into that. You know, they were like, ah, that's that's queer stuff. You know what I mean? But little did they know that their buddy was all about that. And I would sometimes like be, you know, like I don't feel like going out tonight if I don't feel good. But I'd be recording Eddie Benson. And uh, his mixes were amazing. I wish I had copies of them. I'm tr I know Dean has some copies. I'm trying to get them to, to digitize them. But we'll see what happens, okay? I'm going to push them hard. Okay, let's continue, man. Um, I'm not really mixing tonight. I'm just, just playing selections that inspired me. And you know what? This next track right here, if I could take... If they were going to send me to Mars and leave me there forever... And I can only take three records. This one right here would be one of them, by all means. And uh, I think some of you who are around my age, you know who you are, um, would probably agree too. But this is definitely one of my all-time favorite songs. I mean, all-time favorite. And this, of course, is... I'm not even going to say his name.
Wow. I could never get too much of that that song right there, man. That right there, Luther Vandross. I mean, you just can it get better than that? I don't think so. I mean, that song was so inspirational to me. I mean, just hearing it right now, it's just like it brings tears to my eyes. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm an emotional little little kid here, but uh, yeah, you know, these songs, man, takes you back at a certain time. You know, I know you millennials don't understand that. I mean, but you will, I guess, one day. But it just was different back then because of the fact that, well, the reason why I know it was different for me was because the music my mother played while she was cooking, that salsa stuff, and, you know, these uh, other artists, they were like crooners, um, Chuchu Veanet, um, you know, El Gran Combo, you know, Willy Colon and Hector Lavoe, and, and, and there were some other older ones that I can't even remember the name to them, but um, <clears throat> she would be dancing in the kitchen Drinking her beer like like me, <laughs> drinking her beer, you know, her like, nice little beer. I mean, she won't drink as much as me, but she'll have a beer or wine. And she'll be cooking and she'll be dancing. My mom loved to dance. And and honestly, you know, um, when I, you know, later on in life, you know, when I got into house music and all that stuff, you know, my, my equipment was always at my parents' house because they had a, you know, they had a big house and they had a big room downstairs. And so they allowed me to have my equipment there you know, after I left the house, you know what I mean? So I, I mean, they put up with a lot of nights of us, you know, doing recording sessions and, you know, till like five in the morning and their room was right above the studio where we were, you know, we, that we did stuff, stuff in, but they, you know, they, you know, my dad was like a heavy sleeper and my mom was like, ah, I love that. You know, she was, I would like dance myself to sleep, you know, to your beats. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously, that's how much my mom inspired us. You know, like she wanted us to do it. You know what I mean? And, and, and to help others, you know, who are, you know, into the music scene or, you know, into that, that, that art form. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm rambling, man. Okay, this next track right here is, um, this is another group. Um, if, if, I could, like, if I could only take three albums to Mars and they say, okay, well, these are the only albums you're going to listen to for the rest of your, your life. Or if I could take them, take them with me to heaven and they could say... These are the only three albums you're going to listen to for the rest of eternity. This will be one of them. It was Village People's first album, which is really an EP. It was only four songs in it. And I played, and to this very day, God is my witness, that's my go-to album. On the way to work, when I'm not feeling it, boom. When I'm coming home, when I'm not feeling it, boom. If I'm feeling depressed or whatever, for whatever reason, or I'm, or I'm in the shower. I'm like, you know what? I need something to get me going. Boom. It's, you know, Village People, Village People, the album, their first album. And I only have four songs in it. San Francisco, Hollywood, um, Village People. And this one right here is Fire Island. And this is, of course, Horse Meat Disco's re-edit, which I love it. Check it out. Yo, what's up? It's Felix the Housecat, a.k.a. Bro here. And you're in the mix with Manny Quinn's, a.k.a. DJ Amtrak's Florida's original house and techno DJ, baby.
get it, get it, get it, get it. Woo-wee. Talk about memories, man. That joint right there was... Okay, when I first started DJing, of course, I, I didn't mix records. I just played records. You know what I mean? I actually didn't start mixing records until house music came along. I was like kind of like one of those Dave Mancuso type DJs. I just wanted to play the music. I didn't want nobody to, you know, to to ruin it. I mean, the only thing I would do would I would I would play like sound effects. I used to love sound effects. You know what I mean? Just and I re-edit all my tracks just about, and I used a realistic <laughs> tape deck. Um, it was actually like you know the radio tape deck and a turntable all together. And what I would do is I would like record the club style shows. Yeah, I cheated a little bit. <laughs> and especially like Cold Cheese mixes, I would like play parts of his mixes and then I'll hit pause and then I'll play a record, for example, like Dance Floor by, you know, Roger Trapman and Zap and I'll let it go. You know what I mean? And then I'll hit pause at a certain part and then I'll redo it again, hit pause and redo it again. You know, my favorite parts and then I'll go back into the Cold Cheese, um, you know, mixes and stuff like that. So it was kind of like a... Like a uh, like, a, how can I put it? Like, a, a, you know, like my edits over his mixes. You know what I mean? And so those tapes were like, man, the only place you could hear those tapes were in my car. You know what I mean? And it's like when we go out to the clubs and stuff and we shoot down to Cleveland's RP's disco, um, everyone would be like, man, what, you know, what do you use? You know, and I was always, I've always been very secretive. I, I never want to let, let people know too much about me. In every part, every part. So people are always guessing about me. In every part, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I was always like that. I felt like I had the right to to let people know certain things about me and certain things they don't need to know. But um, same with with was with with the music. I, you know, didn't want them to know what I was using. And at that time, I was part of a crew of DJs. It was a, it was called JR and Company. And I did most of the um, the business side. I didn't DJ. My friend John and Ray DJed. And then we had about maybe like a crew of 10 of us. And we would throw these parties. And, you know, we would rent out, I mean, we'd rent out halls. And we'll have, we'll have like maybe like 10 kegs of beer. We'll charge a certain amount of the door. And we would rock the freaking place. And, I mean, there was sometimes that, you know, gangs would break in. And, and you know, we had to cut it short. One, at one point, I got knocked out. Somebody... A gang member uh, confused me for somebody else, and I was walking towards the DJ booth to tell him, hey, man, cut down the music. And all I remember was seeing Blue and waking up in the hospital. But that member of the gang actually came to my house and apologized, and, and it was really cool about it, and I forgave him. I mean, but I forget, I forget the point I was trying to make. <laughs> anyway, so, you know what I mean? So, anyways, um, one day my cousin came over. And we were getting getting ready to go out, and I was taking my disco nap. I think we were going to RPs, and um, my mom said, "Just go upstairs and wake him up." And that was a no-no because <laughs> he walked in my room, turned the light, woke me up, and he's like, "Hey, man, where's your equipment?" And I'm like, uh, "Well, that's it right there." And it was just you know realistic, you know system right there in the corner. He goes, well, no, 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 I'm serious. I mean, you know, all those tapes that you make, I mean, you know, you know, what do you use? I'm like, that. And he's like, no, nah, I, <laughs> I don't believe you, man. Come on, cuz, what do you use? I'm like, 
that right there. I use that and and the cassette deck and the pause, you know. And I and I, I, comb- I told him what I did basically, and he was just like, "Wow." He goes, "Well, let's just keep it between us." And I'm like, "Yo, don't say nothing, nobody." And that was that. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm ramming it enough. This next next track is also another one of those that um, I think I heard by Eddie Benson um, play it from Tracks Disco on the Club South show. Once again, Tracks Disco was a gay club, and Eddie Benson played more of the high energy stuff, which you know was was it wasn't you know how can I put it, man? Um, just just the gay clubs played it played it back then. Um, on RP at RP's Disco, we used to go on Saturday nights and Fridays was a, a gay night. And I went there one time on a Friday, and they were playing the same same thing, high energy music. Um, actually, the first time I heard "Relax" by Frank Goes to Hollywood was by Eddie Benson. It was like 1983, 82, 83. It was like the first, you know, like he must have had the first promo only DJs have. You know what I mean? Edit, you know, edit or whatever. And I remember I was taking a disco nap, and I woke up to "Relax." I'm like, "What the hell is this?" You know what I mean? I was just like, wow. I was just blown away by the sounds, you know, the, the, the structure of the song, the the way it was put together. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, Trevor Horn, man, is a genius. I mean, that song was way ahead of his time. And to this very day, it's still, <laughs> it's still ahead of his time. You know, and the version I heard was the uh, New York mix, I believe it was. And... Um, also known as the sex mix, but the sex mix, I guess, wait, wait, wait. The sex mix was the original mix. The mix that I heard was a New York mix. It was very high energy. And, um, yeah, it was great. Anyways, this next track also falls along that line right there. And um, another track big in the gay, in, in the gay bars and the gay discos. Um, and it was, you know, I mean, it was, some, it was a, another track that I love that, my friends were more like gangsters, man. They were like, you know, that's some gay shit right there, man. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I had to deal with a lot. I mean, for just liking the village people, they were like, they give me nicknames. Village, you know, or whatever, you know. But the main nickname, nickname that stuck with me what stuck with me throughout the years was uh, the kid. The kid. Because I hung out with the older crowd. But anyways, let me quit talking. This is uh, Manhattan Transfer, uh, Twilight Zone.
admitted fear of approval when Mr. Miller, who's about to take a trip into oddness and obsolescence through a zone whose boundaries are that of imagination, accompanying him on this journey is the mesmerizing sound of the twilight tone. Here in the 
is Spatial Awareness from London and you're in the mix with Manny Cuervas, Florida's original house and techno DJ.
class right there. Wow. You know what's funny? Back in the days, let me just watch this level here because of the feedback. Yeah, this trauma, this song right here by um by who? By Kano. Um, I'm ready. And by the way, that was my re-edit. Thank you very much. Anyways, um, that track right there, I know it sounds, this is kind of a stupid story, but that track right there was a track that made, gave me the confidence to go out there and just dance. Because before that, I would like, I was a wall, you know, wall, wallflower, I guess we could call it. You know, and it's like, um, I would go to the disco, so I'll just like check everybody out, the DJ, you know, just, just, just bop in my head. You know what I mean, but I would not dance. And when this song came out, I believe it was 1980. We had every year the uh, Puerto Rican Festival in uh, Sacred Heart Church in uh, Lorraine, Ohio. And they would throw dances and stuff like that. And Willie D. Disco, how can I forget you, brother? Wherever you're at, man. Well, I know you're still in Lorraine. But much respect to you, man. Of course, Jamie Cologne, who was his partner and a good friend, brother. He's my brother. Um, <clears throat> used to help him out back then. But um, he, know, he, he knows what time it is. Um yeah, these parties were like at the church. We had like, like a separate hall, a big hall, and you know they would, we, they would they would throw dances there during like the Puerto Rican festival, which lasted like a few days. And there was you know you can, it's kind of like a carnival, kind of like but it was a festival. You know what I mean? Like food and drinks and you know it, it was crazy <laughs> at a church, but <clears throat> they still have it to this day. But um, I remember that on one side of this place you know like where they had the parties at at this um space on the uh i can't even think <laughs> anyways on this area on, on you know at the church where they had the parties at at the space where they had the parties um i remember like where all the tables and the chairs were it was lit with light and the dance floor was dark you know with the disco music and the disco balls and all that and i remember i'll never forget this um, when this song came on, uh, Kano, I'm Ready, everyone was dancing because that song was like way ahead of its time. I mean, you know, the song was just amazing. And I remember that um, I was the only person sitting down and I felt like the spotlight was on me. <laughs> Seriously. And I was just like, man. You know, and this song just totally just, it's like the song grabbed my hand and said, listen, Get your, get your booty up, and let's get out there and let's just work. And I'll never forget, at that time, my girlfriend at the time, I remember that um, I went out there and and she was dancing with our friends, you know. And I just went right in the middle. And I was just like started working it, and they were like, "Man, you can dance, you can dance, you can dance," you know. It's like it was just all hyping me up, and I was just like, "Man, I felt so good. I felt like all my stress and fear and everything was just gone." And I'm not, a, I mean, I'm not a dancer. I'm not I'm like a professional dancer. I just, you know what, man? For those of you who know me well, when I hear music, man, I just let myself go. You know what I mean? I don't care. I just, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I just, I'm just letting it all go, go. All the stress, all the negativity. And I'm just feeling God's love upon me. And I'm just like soaking it all in. And I'm just loving everybody. You know, just, I just want to love. I just want to love. And 
that's what I feel when I dance, man. I just, I just love. I just love. I, I can't describe no other word but love when I hear good music and I'm dancing with my friends and family and whatever. You know what I mean? It's just a feeling of love. And that's why I love this music so much. You know, and there's no hate. There's no, you know, racial whatever, man. It's all about love. You know, and that's why, that's why if you check out my podcast, I always put in the end Psalms 150. Just read that verse. When you get a time, just read that verse and you'll know what I'm talking about. And there's a whole story behind that verse. But read that verse and then you, you'll know why, you know, I always post it because it's because that verse that kept me doing what I'm doing musically as a DJ, as an artist, as a dancer. You know what I mean? It's like, that verse is what kept me going and said, hey, it's okay to be you. Let yourself go. Let your hair down and just do you and forget what the world thinks. You know what I mean? Forget the world. Forget the people. Just close your eyes and forget their freaking names. Yeah. John Creamer. Thank you for that song. Anyways. Let's keep going. I wasn't planning on this. I was, uh, I may be mixing. <laughs> I had a bunch of new promos here and I'm not going to play them. I'm just playing all this old stuff. So, okay, next, next, on the next podcast, whatever it may be, whether it's the Silent Sound System or whether it's No Direction or if it's, you know, my Leather Disco Playground or whatever it may be, I'll do it. I'll get down with the house and stuff like that there. But for right now, you know what? I'm going to just play a few more tracks and just close it out. This next track right here is, let me check. You know what? I don't even know what song it is. Um, okay, this, this right here is The Clash. And The Clash, you know, when when punk came out, um, it came out like right after disco, I remember. And I remember I was really into reggae a lot, especially dub reggae. You know, dub reggae, you know, just with the effects. That's why you hear, always hear me playing with the effects here because dub reggae was like very, how can I put it? it? You know, experimental music, you know, and it was also spiritual. You know, me and how I feel about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, I, you know, I always, I always felt a connection with with reggae and as well with punk music because of the fact that you don't have to be a good musician to play punk music you don't have to be perfect and i was never perfect and even as a dj to this very day you would think after 40 something years of djing i'll be doing like these mixes like louis vega but some of us don't do it like that i'm like i guess you, you can comp compare me well i can't compare myself to, to larry levan or ron hardy but they're more of my djs they're like you know they weren't the kind of DJs that would mix these long mixes or would just mix. They would just cut or the mixes would be real quick or, you know what I mean? It, it, that's my style. Just raw, straight up. Junior Vasquez is, is another example of that. You know, I'm not, I never worry about the mixes. To me, the music is the most important thing. That's why before I, I, I never mixed before. And then when house music came out, you know, I started mixing, but I still didn't concentrate on trying to hold a mix forever. You know, I care less. I mean, I respect DJs that can do that. You know, mad respect. Like, like I said, Louis Vega to me, he's, he, he, he's like just, I'm speechless. He, you know, he can mix two songs together for like 20 minutes. But that's not me. 
you know, I like to just bring it in, boom. You know what I mean? Just like I bring the level up on the second track I'm I'm gonna play, and I just hit it, the kick drum, and just you know what I mean, and just ride it right there. Sometimes I don't even try to get it on beat. You know what I mean? I I just right when I'm hitting it, when I, when I drop it, I'll start get trying to get it on. You know, you know, on on uh, you know, I'm trying to mix them. You know, live. You know, that right there is my high. That's how I get high on music. You know, that's my, um, how can you put it? You know, that's my, uh, I can't think, man. <laughs> These beers are kicking in. But, um, you know, that's my, uh, you know, my, uh, God, I'm trying to think of the word. I can't think of the word. But that's my challenge. You know, it's like, you know, it makes it fun. It makes it, you're challenging. You know what I mean? You know, to... You know, it makes it fun for me, you know, so, you know, trying to get the mix in there and real quick and just trying to just, you know, whatever, work it, you know, and that's a challenging part of it. And that's a fun part of it. And, and, and you know, I try not to be so perfect. I mean, I'm not a perfect man. I would never be perfect. You know, there was only one perfect person that walked on this earth and his name was Jesus Christ. And there's only one of him and there will always be one of him. So anyways, this group right here. Uh, the Clash, you know, combined dub reggae with punk, and what can I say, man? I mean, it's just two ingredients from Andy Cuevas that was just like, wow, a perfect, a perfect marriage right there. And songs like this is what I vibed on. <laughs> Yeah, we're bye-bye. 
this is DJ Duke. I'm in the mix with my man Manny Cuevas, aka DJ M Tracks, Florida's original house and techno DJ.
All right. You know what's funny? Oops, sorry. I didn't plan on doing this today. I got right there. I got a bunch of promos that I got. And I was like, okay, I want to rock these promos. I want to jack them up. And I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even play not one, you know? And it all started with my mother. Um, realizing that she passed away 16 years on this very day. And, and I don't know. I guess it did, did something to my heart. You know what I mean? So... I just started playing some classics that I grew up with. So I hope you like this show. Um, there's something similar to this that I'm going to be doing. I got asked to do. I got to ask. Asked. I can't even talk right now. I'm sorry. Huh? Cause this is live. I don't play around. With, you know what I mean? It's just like live. I like doing everything live. Mistakes and all that BBS. But anyways, um, my brother, Jason Armitage, who was also a resident DJ on my then 91.5 radio show, he asked me to do a, uh, he's doing like a a, a podcast, it's called uh, Five Flavors, um, you know, episode, I mean, Five Flavors, and he asked me to, to do one, and I've been, I've just been so busy, I'm, I've been working on this album, um, it's going to come out soon, I'll let you know more about it, I'll post it on Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 but I'm really excited about it, and... I believe it's going to be nice. But I've been so focused on that. And of course, for those of you who know me, I work Monday to Friday. It's like, <laughs> forget it. I, you know, I can't do nothing. You know, I literally, I'm a robot. I, My job is like two hours plus from where I live. And um, I spend every day at least four and a half hours of driving. And those four and a half hours, I could be doing something else. And I just, you know what I mean? So... I got to make some some big decisions in the near future because I can't keep doing this. And I want to concentrate on my music. And then when the weekends come, my to-do list is like out the roof. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, stuff I have to do around the house, stuff that I have to do, you know, whether it's errands or whatever. You know, I, I uh, you know, it's just never ending. You know what I mean? It's like, and I have to do everything on the weekend. You know, even musical stuff, you know what I mean? So that's why I go to concentrate on music on the weekends. And, <laughs> you know, even on the weekends, I have to-do lists, stuff that I have to do, like I said, in the house or whatever. You know, just various stuff, other things besides music. So um, it's hard for me to, you know, I don't know, it's just, it's just hard. You know, I, I don't have enough time in a day. And um, so, you know, forgive me for all you people who who have asked me to do remixes and re-edits and whatnot i just haven't had the time man i don't have the time right now if i'm going to do something it's going to be something that you know it's original and i also do collaborations with two other other artists you know which to me is also original stuff you know cfmc and the working brothers so besides that i can't do nothing else right now you know, until I get, until I rectify this situation with my job and um, whatever. Anyways, so this last song right here is, once again, Pre-House. And this is Frank Goes to Hollywood. And I mentioned them earlier with uh, Relax, you know, how they, how when I first heard that song. But their second release was just as good. And what's cool about Frankie is that Frank Goes to Hollywood, they they have so many remixes of all their songs. 
You know what I mean? It's like impossible to get collect all the remixes. I mean, when you think you have them all, it's like there's another 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but the group itself, I mean, they only came out with two albums. And if I was sent out to outer space, Mars, and I could only take um, three albums, their album, um, the uh, Pleasure Dome, would be one of them. Because this group also was also unique. You know what I mean? They were, you know, just very, their sound was very high, high energy, new wave, punk. I mean, you got to just go through all their songs. Like their remake of Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen was like slam dancing, you know, I mean, just music. And then Relax and this one, this one right here was just like just stuff that you could slam dance. You could do whatever the heck you want to do. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, this last song right here is Two Tribes. And this is the, hold on, let me see what mixes this. I mean, there's so many mixes of the song. Um, this is the Habakushi, I believe it's Japanese, mix. And that one was a very rare version of the song, but one of my favorites. So... I'm going to end it with this, but before I say goodbye, you know me, I'm a Christian man, and I know I'm not perfect. Here I am drinking my beers, you know, and just feeling good right now, but you know what? Religion and relationship with Jesus Christ is two different things. You know, religion tells you, hey, wait, 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 Manny, you can't be drinking those beers, man. You drink beer and you're Christian? What? what? Religion is what crucified Jesus Christ on a cross, okay? So let's get it right. Don't get it twisted, okay? And especially my my gay brothers and sisters, you know what I mean? It's like I notice that the gay community, and I keep saying this because I love you so much, They, you guys think that Jesus is out to get you, and he's not. He loves you. Okay, he loves you, he loves me, he loves us all. So don't think that. Get it off your mind and just say, Lord Jesus, I want to build a relationship with you. If what man is saying is true, put me to the test, man. I mean, you know, I feel like I came here to be one of his, you know, servants, warriors, whatever. I just feel so strong. Ever since I was a little kid, I was fascinated by Jesus Christ. It wasn't something that I just, okay, hey, you know, but if you're, you know, whatever, you're a gangster, you're a homosexual, you're, you know, doesn't matter who you are, he loves you. He created you just the way you are. Jesus loves you just the way you are. Don't get it twisted, please. And just call out to him, man. Just say, hey, Jesus, I love you. I love you. You know what I mean? And just say, I want to know you. I want to know who you are and why you brought me to this world. I promise, people, I promise that you're going to feel his presence. And the emotions are just going to be so strong. You're going to feel his presence. So don't worry about your lifestyle. Don't worry about your sexuality. Don't worry if you sinned or... We all freaking sin. 
I mean, we're all sinners, man. We all, trust me. If you go in my brain, woo-wee, you would be like, Manny, are you sure you're a Christian? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, we're not perfect, man. So just call out his name and just say a simple prayer like this. You know, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I want to get to know you better. I want to know more of you. I want to build a relationship with you. Please come into my heart and direct my steps. It's that easy, people. And he, I, I promise you, the things I've seen, the things he's done in my life, if I were to tell you, you would say, Manny Quivers is on some serious crack. <laughs> I'm serious. If I could tell you the things I've seen and the things that he brought into my life, you would seriously think I'm, I'm, I'm like a freak, man. Well, I am a freak, <laughs> and I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? I'm an undercover freak. But anyways, this freak loves Jesus Christ, and he loves me, the freak that I am. Okay, Frank goes to Hollywood, and we out. This is two tribes. But Frankie goes to Hollywood. Until the next time, you do your best, and I got a mind to do the rest. Thing this side of the world. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, 